You are listening to 91.9 WDRT Radio Free Space, Viroqua. Hmm. And this is the Conscious Bro Show. Nice. And hi, my name is William Kyle Glenn. Go by Kyle. Uh, and I'm sitting across from me as co-host Tony Macassette. Hello. And then our wonderful guest, Carrie Branovan. Hello. And uh, just to tell you just a little bit about Carrie, she's this wonderful soul and human being that I met... I don't what like two months ago yeah. or something. Wow! And we've collaborated on uh, multiple events, and she does this wonderful thing, this uh, dancing music like movement as medicine. Where actually, why don't you just well, it's it. called um, dance your prayers. Okay, back to nature. Yeah, it's where uh, we let our bodies tell us what we're doing, and those bodies have a lot of wisdom. So that's what we do. We go outside and move around. Shake it out. Cool. And then, I'm sure you guys all know me, but just as a refresher, I uh, co-own a cleaning company with my girlfriend called Queen Sheen. I'm also an authenticity coach. I help people realize their magic and find their way into a life that works better for them. And then Tony. Hello. Good to be back again. I'm Tony Macassette. I'm an emergency physician and wannabe philosophy person. Um... And it's a, a thrill to be back on the on the radio waves with you guys. Cool. So just to start off, I'm just going to check in like I usually do, just to let you know how I'm doing. Yeah, life's been pretty intense. I, um, I feel pretty overwhelmed. I'm going like a thousand miles per hour. I'm kind of like, my head's like barely above water, trying to get everything done. And I'm feeling the need to... Um, take more time for myself and uh i got a lot it's things are kind of like cloudy i got a lot of emotions coming up and it's not everything's not really clear of what it is so I, I definitely feel the need to just take some downtime and just be with myself and and feel that um i'm also kind of worried i would say about the state of affairs in the world and the election and all that stuff and like the potential consequences of that and wondering like, am I doing enough? Do I need to do something more? Like how can I help facilitate peace in my fellow brothers and sisters and humanity? How can we, can we um, get along with each other? Mm -hmm. you know I mean, that's kind of like at the forefront. I think it's also a time when it's even more important to take that, you know, take these episodes and allow yourself to just do some breathing. And I think like we're maybe going to talk about moving without a lot of thought and without as much concern and fear and worry, you know, uh, easier said than done. I think we're all in the same boat as far as like this new state of, you know, hyper emotions ever present in this chaotic sea of craziness that we're, we're, we found ourselves in. And, you know, we've talked many times about doing even this, the simplest exercise of taking a deep breath in and smelling the air, smelling the literal atmosphere and focusing all of your might on that sensation. It's a hack. It's a way to distract yourself for a few seconds from the chaos of what we're enduring now and achieve a level of quietude and solitude and serenity for that moment connect to god if that's you know how you roll and man you know nobody's you know it's i think a lot of people are, are not doing that because it's it almost seems like this impossible task and so for you to be able to do that for us all of us to be able to do that like the world needs that. It needs it needs humanity to take a few deep breaths and just forget about all the all the insanity around us. And you know, if you're able to do that and someone else isn't, like it's e even more acute that that is such a benefit to the world for you to be able to take that breath. And maybe that maybe that allows that person who's not able to do it to be able to do it. So yeah, that is uh, that's the task at hand. Well, and if you notice, 
one thing I've really been noticing is like all this, like the source of all this fear and anxiety, at least for me, I can speak for myself. It all comes through like this thing that looks like a laptop or this thing that looks like mm. a phone. These, these little electronic devices. That's crazy, right? Because like, you know, like, wait a minute. <laughs> what part of this is even real? <laughs> for Holy sure. Crap. And like what I, what I notice is, you know, I, I, I wake up and I got like high expectations for myself and, I want to stay informed. I want to know what's happening. I got want to do all these different things. And I'm like, you know, tapping on the keyboard, watching mm -hmm. my things, like getting lists of all these things. And then all of a sudden, like I step away from it and I go outside. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. Like, it's like, a, it's just like a relief yeah. really when, and then, and I'm like, what is that? That hooks me back in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, every time I went on a camping trip um, with my men's group, like, what was it like three weeks ago? Mm. I didn't look at my phone for two days mm -hmm. and it was, I, I just felt so clear and mm. I felt really, really, I just felt really, really good. Mm. And you know, I was like, but then, you know, I get home and it's almost like, you know, my laptop's like this big chocolate Sunday or something. You know what I mean? That mm. you just go back in and devour. Get your little dopamine fix from, the interconnective bliss of social media, you know? So we get, we get fed, like, I'll just go ahead and say this. You can agree with it or not. But what I found in my life is that the mainstream media seems to be quite divisive. They, they seem to kind of put us against each other in a lot of ways for whatever reason you can argue why that is. But, um, one thing that I really notice, especially here though, is like when we step away from that, and we go out and just go meet our fellow brothers and sisters out in public and then just enjoy them for who they are and appreciate them for who they are. Like you just don't like you go and you just say hi to someone and you're like, hey, like I see you. You see me. Hi. And you're not talking. You're not like talking about politics and you're not like mm -hmm. worried about all these differences. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And just a smile. Yeah. Just smiling at someone else changes their whole physiology, really. Mm, interesting. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've just noticed that there's people that you would like not even know that they believe what they believed and not even really care. And you see them out in public and you just really appreciate them and like them. And you like have a good time when you see them and you, and you enjoy each other. But then it's like when you go in the online world. Mm-hmm. And you see them posting that thing, like, how could they believe in that thing? You know what I mean? Right. Like how, and you, then your mind goes down this rabbit hole of like what that means. And you start to like fill in the dots of who you think they are and you don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you like create somebody else that's not really them. And you would not have created that if you were just sitting there talking to them face to face. It's all illusory. It's all an illusion. Even the stuff that, the person posted that triggered you you know i mean some of what they wrote is something that they read online from this other person that they believe in and following you know i mean not to say that it's false or you know not false or truth or not truth but it, it it's probably partly based on an illusory understanding of the world because of how we get our information now and so their idea of who you think they are is not even exactly probably who they really are. And man, how crazy and interesting is that, that the same person that you would meet on the street, you would just know to sort of, well, let's just not talk about politics. There's a hundred thousand other things that are more important that we could talk about. We don't have to talk about politics. And that same person who would have triggered you online and become perhaps an enemy is a colleague, an ally, and a neighbor that you would probably defend and help out if they had to mm -hmm. a situation. Yeah. Well, it's, it's unfortunate in a lot of ways. Cause I, I even have people on my own, like Facebook friends list list who I really like, who I like, and I've noticed have defriended me after, you know, certain mm, opinions, mm -hmm. have, you know, and I'm like, wow. And I never, I never considered them like not my friend anymore. Right. And I always appreciated them. And it's really unfortunate that we, that we have to be so like um, polarized. Yeah, there you go. That's the word. <laughs> well, I mean, we're we're going to talk about. I mean, this is leading into that interesting film that we've seen recently that we highly recommend, oh, yeah. the, the Social Dilemma on Netflix. Ooh. And 
you know, to whatever degree you believe that film and 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 the information contained, I mean, I think the idea is pretty obvious that essentially the media companies, which would include social media, all of it, you know, essentially is in the business of creating algorithms like programs or artificial intelligence, robots, whatever you want to call it, but essentially computer code, humans designed to be in the business of not just determining how to manipulate us, but to do it in an ever increasing, more efficient and improved manner, like learn. So, which is cool. I mean, it's basically the premise of the movie. And again, I think it's, it's obvious, even if you don't ever see this film, that we live in a world of ones and zeros, aside from the conversation you'd have at the creek side. In our, in our digital world, we essentially exist manipulated by autonomous beings, if you will, that are learning how to manipulate us better and better over time and require no further human input. And it is creating this incredible division because division keeps us engaged, even though it's painful and we'd almost rather not have it. Division keeps us engaged and engagement is what they want. And the film was just genius in how it portrayed this. And again, I highly recommend people watch it. Um, and I think the solution of that is to do a daily retreat. Retreat from the digital world. Even if it means you delete the Facebook app from your phone, which we talked about, I think, a few different times. It's like, gasp. I could never, like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> and I'm not saying you delete your, you know, your account. You're just delete it off your phone or at least delete it off your phone for half the week or a day or half a day. Try it. And it, it's interesting how you suddenly go on your own retreat and you get refreshed into the world that is real, this crazy beauty around us. What creates people from not doing that? Like, why is it so hard to do that? Because the robots... The artificial intelligence, the beings that uh, are learning to manipulate us better and better, which is the algorithms that run, you know, the machinery of, you know, our social media platforms, um, keep us from going to the real world because they need us to. I mean, think about it. These robots who are in a way going to maybe destroy society do not have an existence if you're not plugged into them, which is like, whoa, the power of these AI Terminator robots is completely negated by simply deleting the app. So I think one thing that people don't realize too, that is made clear in this documentary is that it's not as if, you know, like with a hammer, and I think they talk about this a little bit, like a hammer is a tool that just sits in your like drawer until you use it. And then you go use it. So that's not exactly what this, this, the algorithms, algorithms in your phone or in these social media programs are actively reaching out for your attention. They're, they're like finding ways to pull you back in. It's not like it would be as, you know, it's not like something just sitting away. They're actively thinking of better ways to draw your attention back in and, mm. and give you the energy through like, you know, if you notice now, like that certain people like will comment, like it'll show like I've what I've been noticing recently is that like it'll somehow determine like which people you feel like their posts are important and it'll show every time they comment on it. It'll mm. it, it gets to know exactly what it interests you or triggers you or triggers you and it will show you that. And that it's so it's evil. very it's very different. It's not like a, a uniform policy. It's different mm. from it. So they get like a um uh what's the word? They get like a file on like you, a basically. profile. They yeah. have this, and it's in every. That's what it's called. And it's ever evolved. <laughs> Facebook profile. Perfect profile of you, at least your digital avatar. And every time you hit a button or look at something, or like something or dislike something, the computer gets better at understanding how, how to, to manipulate draw you, draw you back, draw in. you in, give you your little fix of dopamine, like you know, any other addiction and cause you to change your behavior online so that 
it can make some money at the back end of it. You know, at the end of the day, it's really about money. You know? And when it has you drawn in, it shows you what you want to see. So it basically like, say you're on the left, say you're on the right. It's tailoring everything. Mm-hmm. You're seeing all that stuff yeah. and some stuff that like polarizes you and gets yeah. you upset. But like basically what it's essentially done is it's formed two different separate realities. Right. You got like, let's just say, and there's more than just two, but two mainstream ones. Like you got the left reality yeah. and you got the right reality. It's like, it's getting so far apart now that they, it's almost like they're two different universes. They got their own right. separate science, own separate facts, own separate rules. Of, yeah. And like, it's, it's just, and is it my imagination? Now I haven't seen the film yet, but everybody's talking about this film. If I think of something, or maybe I search for it for a second, it starts showing up in my feed. Yes, that's the yeah. that's the computer. Yeah. That's the AI. Mm-hmm. That's the Terminators. <laughs> now, I mean, the thing is, Terminators don't know good, bad. You know, it's evil. an algorithm. It's just it, we're, it. They are their minds are like, hey, I'm a robot, and I'm programmed to do mm-hmm. one thing and do it better and better and better every time you dumb dumb bleeps. You know, like hit a button. I learn from that, and I will learn how to control you. If the end of the universe, as we know it, is the result, that's not my concern. I am programmed to do one thing. And it's crazy how that is now leading to, you know, this unbelievable precipice of human civilization, literally. Yeah, and like... um do we have a solution? I mean, is there a solution to there this? There is a solution. It's right. It's like right there. It's like the, the Outside? trees... Outside? There? leaves moving well in let's the wind. Let's, let's get deeper than that though like what is it because i mean what is it that that pulls us in i mean it's a it's an inherent feeling of of like not being enough really or like i'm not okay with myself mm. i need to search for more i need to constantly go through my feed and there's something else better out there for me and I'm not okay just being here mm. in the present moment. Right. So now these algorithms have capitalized off of that and mm-hmm. are exploiting that. Yes. And now, now there's the biggest rising industry, the biggest rising commodity, surveillance capitalism is all based on exploiting that like inherent, like not being okay. Mm-hmm. And now they got it in like electric cars and in social media programs, everything geared towards finding out more about us so they can learn how to manipulate that inner like trauma of like i'm not okay with who i am or my question is is it about not enough or because earlier tony mentioned the dopamine needing that distraction that numbing because all of that kind of behavior and being drawn in causes stimulation Uh and stimulation is adrenaline Mm -hmm. and that's what i feel you know, we get that heart beating mm-hmm. and that, you know, I need that cortisol fix. I need that caffeine adrenaline fix. And that's what I think is also, I, I hear you're not enough and that's part of it too. But it's like so much stimulation. It's just right. incredible how much we're stimulated every well, day. And I think it goes back to like the whole premise of this show in a way, which is like if you can be... If you can try to achieve a state of of true authenticity, like genuine, deep authenticity with yourself and how to like truly be comfortable with yourself and love yourself enough where you're not seeking out this fix for all the insecurities that we carry around with us, you know, some, some more than others, like certainly myself included. And what a joyous state if you can achieve a state where you do have a degree of comfort with yourself acceptance of yourself and then maybe i mean you know way over simplistic but in a way to answer what we were striving for a moment ago a way to disconnect yourself from the temporary feel-good fix of connecting to social media and so on online right oh you are listening to, to the, the conscious, conscious Bro show, show on, on when you and Kyle were talking about the social dilemma I just had to admit why I haven't watched it yet I am just I'm fearful of watching it I don't 
feel like I can take on one mm. more thing yeah. that to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. And um, but several people have told me that I absolutely have to watch it yeah. and face that fear. So well, and, yeah, and so much fear comes from as we're as we've been saying. I you know I arguably at least comes from engagement online and that sort of thing. You know, at least it, it's enhanced by that. It's played on by that is the argument. And I think what's cool about the film is at the end of it, you aren't actually afraid. You're empowered. Because you're like, oh, I know what the kryptonite is. Pull the power plug. Mm. Pull the internet cord. Right. Like, if you have a computer that's not connected to the internet, it can't reach you. But you act like that's so easy. Oh, right. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's where the addiction comes in. We all have a small, you know, a variable degree of addiction to stuff we can get online. You know, I mean, some more than others. Because it's a little little spritzel of dopamine. And some of us have businesses that... that do thrive in social media. Mm-hmm. So you think, oh, I'm just going to go on and mm-hmm. see if there's any, you know, if, if I'm going to reach out in my business or my mm-hmm. social group. Yeah. But then you get caught out by all the other stuff that's in between. Mm-hmm. And that's what really sucks you in. So And they, they're designed to suck you <laughs> Right. They're designed, like the whole <laughs> thing is designed to know that to you're going to get on to do that and be like, oh, to exploit those little tiny thing. Oh, she didn't click on this thing. But she did click on this, so let's give her a little bit more of this. Just a little bit. And then, you know, you click, oh, and then you're, I'm back in the web. No! <laughs> Does it read Messenger also? Or I'm just sure it reads face- anything that it can read mm-hmm. and figure stuff out. And even little, in your car. Even in, like, electric yeah. cars, it's recording stuff. Right. You just wonder. Because all the new cars have Bluetooth yeah. and it's yeah. all fed yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. And even if, even if it's not Google, so... Zoom, even lot. if it's not so, like, crazy that it's down to the level of, like, you know the AI is reading your emails and stuff, which it, it probably is, but it's still reading all those clicks and all of your little behaviors, the sites you go to, what you click on, what you don't, probably what you buy, what you don't, you know, all these little things it is responding to. And I think even with that level of input into it, it's going to be powerful because it's, again, it's not just that it's good at it, it's learning how to be better every single second of every single second and but if it's if it's down to the level of like who knows like somehow legally reading your emails and stuff or your at least your messenger threads where oh i didn't know that was if you read the fine print i don't who knows but down there oh they changed that paragraph and now they have rights to like read your messenger threads or something who, has who knows time to read that i know story. nobody's gonna read it you know right. but regardless of the level of like deep duplicity it's some powerful stuff like it's terminator level stuff and it but it's not this terminator thing to be afraid of in the future terminator we already is here but once again unplug it and terminator dies it's the Matrix. It is all the Matrix. Over again. It, really it is. is. It's like the creation of it. Yeah, yeah. I did, I just realized that it yeah. is straight <laughs> it up is the Matrix. Well, so I want to stand for, um, and what I'm standing for here is I'm in this conversation right now, and I'm hearing, and I'll tell you what's happening in my body right now. My heart is beating. Mm-hmm. I can feel, I can feel in my throat. I can feel that constricting. And so I, um, you guys invited me here today. I'm really grateful to be with the Conscious Bros <laughs> um, to really talk about embodiment. So now that we've laid out there what this polarization and and this, you know, divisiveness that and we're sucked into this addictiveness of social media, um, we kind of start looking at what's really happening. Um, and you say, well, how do we cut it off or, mm-hmm. you know, but the first thing is, <laughs> and, and you mentioned this beautiful thing about just disconnecting and going outside, but really what's happening is in our bodies, we're, we're feeling it. Mm. And so I'm for a check-in right now, actually, I need to, sh- I'm just going to like take a big breath <laughs> after this conversation. I'm just going to take a big breath and, ah, uh, 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 just 
feel where that's landing because it actually goes up and down my spinal cord mm -hmm. and it, my nervous system gets into overload and my brain starts getting foggy and even I can just start feeling my back starting to hurt, my lower back mm -hmm. from the overwhelm of taking on, now what do I do? Am I safe? There's so much unknown. What do we, you know? What's the answer to this and how fast can I cut this off? But really what hap what's happening is our body is so wise, Tony, of course, <laughs> you know this. But our, our bodies are so wise, it, it, we, we can, uh, we're sending these hormones to our brains and we're having this adrenaline reaction in our stomachs. And so um, in a little bit, we're going to have a little detox in our body mm, and, and just realize wow. what's, gonna ha what's really happening when you talk about that. Because I do need a couple more deep breaths and I feel, I will watch it, but I need to know how to diffuse mm, and detox important. after, after mm. watching something and being in one of those conversations that you talked about that gets mm. triggery mm -hmm. with people, where people find their differences yeah. and they find their differences rather than our unity. Right. Which is what really calming when mm. we're also when we feel supported, when we feel like we have something or something to lean on, like a big oak tree, or when we just feel like we're safe in the company of others mm. that are not judging us. Mm. And um, that's that's yeah, that's what I like to demonstrate today. Oh, a little I'm bit. excited for yeah, that. Woo! Like, that's yeah. the secret sauce. She's good at that. How do you <laughs> unplug? Like you said, you know, easier said than done. And then we're just there flailing in the wilderness. But could this be one of the tools that people deploy along with, you know, like the breathing thing we were talking about earlier or whatever other modalities, but that's, that's some powerful. Yeah. Ideas. Breath alone. You were talking about breath alone. Breath is an amazing elixir mm. for calm. And we, that's when we often find we can check in with our bodies that if we're shallow breathing, Right away, the heart rate's up. Mm. And so just these deep breaths. And when you were sounding the your singing bowl there, that's also a beautiful mm. vibration that we can take in all the way from the top of our head all the way down to our feet, which we're so grateful that we have gravity to keep these two feet on this living earth. Wow. Mm. Okay, I already feel mm. better. Yeah. <laughs> Well, continue wow thank you so much for that really interesting. you bring up a lot of good points like detox like embodiment because essentially i mean those are two great solutions but essentially essentially we have to detox yeah. from this most of us are in effect like addicted to yeah. the, this technology and to wow. this social media right one thing one way to look at it is the difference between short-term pleasure but long-term pain and uh, a little bit of short-term pain, but like long-term satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Thinking about it that way, like, you know, we could come home and just have like an ice cream sundae every single day, but like, you know, it's going to like make your stomach hurt and then you might gain weight over a long time and then it's going to lead to long-term dissatisfaction. That's kind of the same thing that's happening with uh, social media, I would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're getting that, we're just getting that hit of dopamine constantly mm -hmm. to where like we almost like need it to yeah. survive it's a like, little it's a little toke of a sig i mean yeah. you know it's just it is what it is and i you know we we were we talk about this ideas of detoxifying our bodies from the chemicals and the metals and medically you know we don't have to go there but there's probably not a lot of validity of validity to that idea but detoxing our minds from this crazy putrid energy that we take on every time we plug in i mean that's where detoxification is crucial and what mm. what does the average person have to detoxify their minds from this mm. foul you know odor that we have to deal with when we do connect i mean you could like you know we can say well just don't connect and like maybe that's what you should do but if you do connect you certainly should detoxify yeah. by reconnecting with your breath and then putting reconnection of your body into that through movement. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's like, I, I bet a lot of people would really benefit from this information. Yeah, well, actually, I was just, just before, 
I was uh, on the way here today, I read this article that was um, written about Viroqua, about political exhaustion. Mm. And I realized, it really named it for me, I am so exhausted mm. by this, because we are the swing state, right? Mm. So we're being bombarded right now by the left and the right, or the middle and the gray and the mm, black, and yeah. I just... I realize that I am exhausted. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like what happens uh, in our bodies when we just can't, when, when we're fused out, when mm. we just can't take any more yeah. stimulation or controversy or divisiveness, is we just feel exhausted. Yeah. And I feel, I see a lot of people just like, it's kind of like, uh, sometimes I also feel like the zombie land, you know, so that's when I have to get up and move. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's so kind of obvious, but I bet, I you know, it's really neat concept. Like, like you just don't hear about that. Like, and like you said, we're, because, and partly you don't hear it because we're on uncharted territory. But like, if you're emotionally overwhelmed, the last thing you're going to do is like, oh, I'm going to pay attention to my body and how it feels and how I'm sitting in space and how I'm moving and how this is tension and this is not and how can I achieve a degree of relaxation and improvement? You know, you don't have the, we don't have the bandwidth to do that, but perhaps we will after we learn what you have to say. <laughs> yeah. What, what I think a lot of people don't understand is that we have, we don't just have a physical digestive system. We, our mind is all digesting information and our body's digesting emotions too. So the mm. way that we are today, we're not designed as, as human beings to to take in all this information constantly. Mm. This onslaught of information. We have a society that's go, 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 fast pace, fast pace, fast pace. Mm -hmm. A society that doesn't want to feel. A society that has learned mm -hmm. how to numb their emotions mm -hmm. and to like operate with their soul out of their body and not being completely physically embodied so they don't have to feel that pain because the reality is mm. and this is just the uh, you know true reality there's just a lot of people are in pain you know and a lot of people don't even aren't even conscious mm -hmm. of how much pain they're in because they're not fully embodied so take that inherent trauma that we're born with that collective trauma that we've taken on from birth and then now insert them into this system where we're just going to meet ends meet constantly just taking in shows and media and Netflix and billboards mm -hmm. and working all the time and the stresses of life. And it's like, we're just constantly taking in information. We're never digesting it. We don't, we're not downtime is not like a value like mm -hmm. here. Really people don't really, it's just how much can you accomplish? How much can you do? People aren't talking about, well, you need to contemplate. You need to sit by yourself and allow time for you to digest all that information and digest and get good sleep and digest those emotions because the way that we're living now is as if you're just constantly shoving your face full of food like like if you're just eating constantly and never mm -hmm. ever digesting if you could wow. just imagine constantly yeah. eating never giving yourself Dang. and that's that's the state that we're all in right now what, what's the first thing you do in the morning you know i mean embarrassed to admit pick up your freaking phone Right. Oh, what did I miss on blah, blah, blah. Or I got this. What's the last thing you do, before, you know, right after you set your alarm? Well, I'll just watch a little bit more of, you know, Family Guy or whatever on Facebook video. And I would I would argue that's because it's so embarrassing, but we got so that's much like very vulnerable of because it's, it's like a little it's my yeah. it's a little sick right. before I go to bed right. you know, or whatever. I think it's. So I love that you're being real about this because, you know, I think yeah. I think it's like the dirty little secret. That's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. You know? it's, it's important to like point that out yeah. for what it is. And yeah. if you if you don't, you know, if you take a moment to not be plugged in, what, what are you doing? It's like you're saying, Kyle, I think. Detox. Well, but if you're not detoxing, you're, you're having to face some of Reality. those little painful realities, yeah. which is like my body hurts or my mind hurts, my soul hurts. And it really is ailing us that we are missing that sort of divine moment that of connection that we need, you know, whether you call that prayer or meditation or just sitting in, in quietude for a little while. I mean, we need that, I think. And it's perhaps a solution to some of this. Well, us, us as human beings, we have this unbelievable ability to adapt to our circumstances and to numb our pain and to like override 
our mm. process processes and this is kind of mm. where trauma comes in too right we just are able to like if we can't deal with something in the present moment we're able to just shove it yeah. down right and and so we've gotten so good at that because we served almost, us we almost need it and, yeah. and especially think that. of all the pain and all the wars in the past like we couldn't yeah you couldn't function. we didn't have like the the resources to deal with all the trauma so we had to learn this numbing process to even like make it through life. Mm -hmm. But you know, now we're at a point where we, you know, you know, we're, we don't have, we don't have to do that anymore. We're not like our life isn't like threatened all the time. We don't have like to worry about like saber tooth tigers or like lions coming to eat us and stuff. So, or whatever, we don't have to wor worry about our immediate survival anymore. So essentially what happened, what has to happen is this like, collective like trauma that's been passed down through the ages and just what we've taken on during this life mm. um we have to allow ourselves to process that and basically what that comes down to is feeling painful emotions and dealing with that and that's not easy to do i can't really sugarcoat it it's not an easy thing to do mm. and so that's it's much easier to get that dopamine hit or like yeah. you know smoke the cigarette drink alcohol like you know, whatever, anything yeah. to escape those really painful emotions. But like, yeah. when you start and it, it's, it's not like a short process, but like when you start to actually feel the emotions, there's a bottom, like eventually you'll learn how to digest them quicker and eventually they'll clear out. But we have to, we have to take the approach to not avoid, but to, to move through and to face life openly and allow the experiences of life to pass through us and we have to make downtime more important mm -hmm. you know what i mean we don't need to constantly be like searching for the next experience and just <laughs> feeling and i i struggle with this man i i definitely yeah. have an information addiction that i, I i'm trying to deal with um, yeah but yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so i really want to pick up on what you said That's about it. this ancestral trauma because mm -hmm. we have this ancestral wounding right mm -hmm. and we're not even aware of it really but the interesting thing is we store these emotions in the body. We're having a, our, a spiritual and a, a reality experience in the body. That's where, that's where it is. I mean, we have no other way to relate to the world except this, this beautiful, miraculous thing here. And um, there's many books about one that comes to mind is The Body Keeps the Score, because we store all of these emotions somewhere in the body, in the organs, in the joints, in the bones, in the muscles. And it just is becomes, I mean, the, what, whether we realize it or not, that is stress really takes us down in the end. That is really the, the part. The original cause of the disease. The original mm -hmm. cause is, it, yeah, the original cause is that pain that you know you're living with. But there's so much strength that you can transform from that pain. Mm -hmm. You can transform that into medicine mm -hmm. if you do what you're saying, and that is to feel it and to yeah. let and to and to really you know dance with it. So um, how do you feel it? How can you like? Because when when someone's been through a lot, I know me, and you're like, say that you just got went through a huge breakup, and you're sitting there with that cold, dark reality of like she's gone or he's gone or like i yeah. can't handle this like how what how yeah. do you cope with that other than light up a cigarette or look at the yeah. facebook right on let's explore that more after the break you are listening to the conscious bro show on radio free space 91.9 wdrt viroqua This is a fantastic discussion when you say, what do I do when my heart's laying on the floor, when everything feels like it's falling to pieces, you know? And that is why I, um, I entered into this apprenticeship um, that I've recently finished um, with Movement Medicine. And it was founded by these, this couple, uh, Susanna and Yaakov Darling Khan. And there's three books actually on uh, that are available published by Hay House that explain the relationship between trauma and our bodies. Okay, and so when you say something like, you know, how does it feel, and what's happening when 
everything is falling to pieces in our minds, which, by the way, we were just saying, I was on the way here thinking, where is this mind? I don't even, they don't even know where it is. It's not in the brain. So where is the mind that's running our lives, mm. that's, that's making our bodies fall to pieces and our, and our lives seem a shambles mm. and, 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 and that we're, where, where is this located? But in this work that I've been studying, there's, and especially in Yaakov's last book, which is called Shaman, it, it explains that inside of us is this unbroken place. And he calls it the inner shaman, but it also could be called the inner dancer. Mm. So that's where I uh, come in with movement. And that, that that inner dancer can dance with anything. We can dance with life. And the way that it knows how to do that is it finds what's happening in the body, inside the skin, and says, okay, my heart, when people say my heart feel broken, you know, you can feel that and know that it will pass, but you have to rely on something that you know will support you through anything. And what we know will support us is our two feet on the ground, because we have this big mama earth holding us all the time. We have, we are solar powered beings, so we know that that sun is up there feeding us all through our cells and the chlorophyll and the plants that feed our energy. And we have that fire, that fire within us that gives us that energy from that sun. And we have the wind, we have the breath, and we know we have those things. So when we lean back into the physiology of this miraculous body, this body that breathes, 70,000 times a day, with a heart that beats 100,000 times a day, with a circulatory system that stretches 65,000 miles if you laid it out across in a linear way. We are absolute miracles, and we know what to do. So we're feeling that, that stomach tension and that throat tension. You know, it's really time... And I'll tell you, I just want to back up a little bit. How did I get into movement was, here I was studying yoga, and how many times did I hurt myself in yoga? I don't have anything against yoga because I think the breathing is amazing. But sometimes people think the asanas in yoga is yoga. And a lot of people hurt themselves. And you're on the mat being told what to do. It's a beautiful thing, and, and, and really, yoga is a beautiful practice. But for me, I had to get off the mat and let my body move in ways that it wanted to move. So if it had a lot of energy and the heart was beating, sometimes I just needed to jump around and let that diffuse out. And if my heart felt breaking and I felt sad, then I just needed to let the wind move through me and let it pass. Mm. And if I felt ungrounded and unsafe, I had to really get my feet on the ground and know that I have gravity to hold me like great big mama bear. So th this, is, this is part of learning to move and what to move and letting it be movement. It doesn't look like a dance. It's just learning to move and letting your body do what it needs to do in that moment. And so that's what really embodiment it is feeling you know, my head's going to explode if I don't stop thinking. We're just so cut off at the neck that we don't realize that our fingers are tingling and our, and our, our knee joints are aching and they just want to move. And it's a, sometimes it's simple as just going for a walk. But when you start moving in creative ways like we're going to do right now, <laughs> um, you get you, creative movement opens up new neural pathways. So the more you take a little bit of risk and moving the way that you have you don't normally move, the more um, you can settle into what's happening in those emotion emotional parts of your body. So mm. should we try something? Yeah, you are, just hearing you talk, I'm, I feel like I'm already in my body. I got like full <laughs> body so chills. Weird, yeah. Is that how you feel? Oh yeah, like, that's yeah, beautiful. That's really neat. Thank you for that. Oh my pleasure. Oh. I have very good teachers. Yeah. And um, you're a good teacher. And I've really been um, taking it, taking that in. And I also, 
By the way, I start my day every morning with awakening my inner dancer so that I'm ready to meet a day mm -hmm. instead of that social mm -hmm. media. Right. I get up and move my body and then I know oh. it's a check-in. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm feeling stiff here. I, mm. I need, my shoulders are carrying the weight of the world. So let's shake them out. Yeah? Shake it out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to play a track. Um, Please feel free to join if you're in a safe yeah, space. Yeah, especially to do. if you'll just stand up. And let's just take a big cleansing breath before we even start. Let's just, just shake it out like, ah. <laughs> and a big breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. So I picked out a track today that reminded me of the autumn. And it reminds me of letting just leaves fall. If you can, stand up. And if you're sitting, you can sure move while you're sitting. If you're even in a bed, if you're nursing a baby, you can move. So beautiful. Just close your eyes and really feel this. Feel the music in your body. Thank you. 
Do we have time? We'll just. We got time. Okay. We'll just do a little bit um, more of a grounded, earthy track, and this will really get you. Now we're warmed up. We can, uh, you know, shaking medicine is a great medicine. <laughs> you know, when you uh, shake a baby, when you have an upset baby, what do you do? You take the baby, and you usually walk around the room and give it a little shake up and down, right? That was the detoxification, <laughs> the evil humors. Now we'll just combine that with going outside. Yes, yeah. in nature. And, and doing it every day. And, this is, and every day. Yeah. This is what she does, and this is actually something mm. that we're putting on the next three Sundays as well. Yeah. Too, but um, yeah, it's really amazing. It's such a better, more satisfying alternative than, you know, just the all mind fix of of technology don't you think like you can feel the satisfaction throughout your whole entire being it's not just like up here in your head you know what i mean wow yeah we have the capacity and the resilience to resource ourselves with really anything that's happening in our lives we really do we just have to remember you know who we are authentically and this beautiful miraculous body we don't even have to tell it to breathe it does it for us so if that is if that isn't if that isn't a positive affirmation for celebrating life i don't know really what is so 
Let's just give thanks for these beautiful, beautiful bodies that we've been gifted with from Creator. Yes. Wow. It's been really a conscious bro experience. <laughs> yeah. Can I be a conscious bro S? Yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. You're certainly that and more. So we got to close soon. Any any last statements from anybody? Uh, no. How are you feeling, I mean, Tony? <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm speechless. That was that was life altering. I mean, the investment of a few moments of dance movement. I mean, it's like you get to be in the band for a minute, you know, uh, the investment of that as a countermeasure to the challenges that we're facing and the fear and the pain. I mean, that's a, that's, that's money well spent, so to speak. Puts you right in your body. That's where the answer is. So before we go, I just want to say one thing. Almost like, can we take an oath maybe? Can, yeah. we, can we make an agreement here, all, all my listeners? So I, and I'll say, you say your name, and I'll say my name, William Kyle Glenn, solemnly swear to be kind to myself, to be kind to my body, uh, if times get tough, if I'm to allow myself to feel these emotions and to dance them out into reality. Also, regardless of who may happen to win this election, whether it's the candidate that I want or not, I will still be very kind to my fe fellow brothers and sisters. And I will realize that we have way more common than we do apart, different from one another. And I will strive to see the common ground in my fellow man and to, to focus on what we have alike rather than focus on our differences. Anything else that you guys want to add to that? And our fellow woman. And our yes, sorry. <laughs> bro S's. Our bro S's and our bros. Our fellow bros and bro S's. We all three are standing here with our, our hands up and I'm going to say, I do. I'm for kindness. I do. I do. Let's be united. Let's come together during this polarizing time. We can do this. We're united in our humanity. Conscious Bro out. You are listening to The Conscious Bro Show on 91.9 WDRT Radio Free Space. Bro.